Tonight we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 6. If you brought your Bibles, and I hope you did. We live in a country now where people enjoy it when they see other people fail. Right? Case in point, at the basketball game on Wednesday, one of Kingsway's players uh, fell down, was basically, didn't fall down, basically was flipped over and landed on their back and... And the students at the other school started screaming, yeah, that's good for you. All right? And he wasn't getting up. He wasn't getting up. He was hurt. And so the students were still screaming, ha, that's good for you. So, and we live, you know, and, and you watch all these celebrity shows like Entertainment Tonight or whatever, and they can't wait to tell you the, you know, how the celebrity messed up, how the celebrity's in drug rehab. You know, it, it just creates controversy, it creates excitement. And so we can get caught up in, in enjoying other people's misery and enjoying other people's even minor mistakes, right? Hopefully tonight we can talk about that. So Luke chapter 6, verse 37, and Jesus is speaking. And here's what Jesus has to say. Uh, tonight we're talking about how we can avoid hypocrisy, how we can avoid being hypocrites, and how we can set an example for other people to follow. All right? So this is what Jesus says. To avoid, hypocrite, to avoid being a hypocrite, here's what he says. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Okay, so the first thing Jesus says is, judge not. Don't judge. Why? So that you will not be judged, okay? Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. So if you don't condemn others, right? You will not be condemned by who? God. Others. Mm-hmm. Forgive, and, and, and you'll understand why in a second, Chris. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Okay? So if we forgive others, we will be forgiven by others. Now, let's say we don't do these things. I look at Carrie and I judge her. And I say, yeah, I don't like your hair. I don't like your eyes. They're too separated from your nose. All right? And you look stupid. I condemn you. Okay? Now, I pick on Carrie because I know she could take it, right, Carrie? Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> All right. But it's not just Carrie. Anthony. 
Anthony, I could flip you over and mop the floor with your hair. Okay? Because your hair looks retarded. And it's attached to you, so you look retarded. And look at you talking. You broke five foot yet? You five feet tall? What grade you in? Nine? You're too short to be in grade nine. Short people bother me. Short people bother me. All right. Craig, what is wrong with you? What? Yeah, you don't know because you're stupid. <laughs> Who else? Who else wants some? All right. No. <clears throat> okay, so, so that's the kind of person I am. I judge everyone I see. I condemn I condemn them for the littlest things. Not sinful things, just because they're different. All right? And I remember uh, Gregory said something about me the other day, but I ain't gonna never talk to him no more, so I ain't gonna forgive him. Now, I'm walking down the street, and I trip... And y'all see it. Now, now, what happened? Now, what is your, what is your instant? Your, your instant. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you know me because I insult you all the time. Yeah, then you laugh, right? Then you would judge me and then you would condemn me, right? Jesus is saying, don't, don't develop this pattern of judgment and condemnation and lack of forgiveness because you're not perfect either. And you will mess up and you will look stupid on occasion, all right? I will look stupid on occasion, many occasions, okay? But hopefully, I have not been judgmental to you. I have not, you don't know me as a condemning person. You don't have this negative perception of me so that you would not uh, judge me, condemn me, laugh at me, try to hurt me because that's how I've always been to you. This is what, in verse 38, Jesus says, Give, all right, give and it, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Okay? So however much you judge other people, however much you condemn other people, uh, however much you forgive other people, and that's a good one. If you are very forgiving to others, others will be forgiving to you. 
but it works both ways. If you are very judgmental and condemning and you pick apart every little thing that they do, all right, am I going to separate y'all? Pay attention. If you pick apart every little thing that someone does, if you're one of these hypercritical people, um, when you mess up, not if you mess up, when you mess up, it's going to come down twice as hard on you. Okay? Why do people judge and condemn and criticize? To make themselves feel better about themselves, right? They think, some, of the, some people just automatically think that they're better than everyone else. They're jealous, okay? That's true. Um, perhaps that's all they've ever received. Perhaps all that they've just been judged and criticized and condemned their whole life, so that's all they know. You know? Maybe they've got really strict parents, maybe really hard parents who just nothing's good enough. You know, if they bring home an A minus, why didn't you get an A plus? Okay? And so we develop this pattern of thinking to think, oh, that's normal. Oh, jeez. was it? I have no idea who that was. So let's turn it off, shall we? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so think about yourself. Think, think about yourself. You know, we live in this, in this, especially among teenagers, especially among you guys. You guys can laugh at people for the littlest things. I mean, you pick them apart, you criticize them. Mm, look at her hair. Mm. Who do you think she is? Why is she hanging around him so much? Why is she talking to him? And the girl just talking to somebody. That's all she's doing. And yet, she is being judged, she's being condemned, she's being criticized for what? For talking. So, but Jesus says, don't do that because however much you judge other people, they're going to turn around and do that to you. So what do people know you as? This is where you've got to apply it to your own self. Do people know you as someone who is really critical? Someone who picks apart every little thing? Someone who can't let anything go? You know? Like, <clears throat> maybe, maybe uh, Living Stones is on stage. And, you know, somebody messes up a word. And after they get off the stage, you're going to be sure to tell them, hey, I saw you mess up. <laughs> right? Be careful. Be careful because it's going to come back around to you. When you mess up, because none of us are perfect, remember that. When you mess up, do you want people to laugh at you? No, none of us do. Jesus says, be careful about that. Don't do that. Don't develop that hypercritical spirit. Be graceful. Okay? Now, that's Jesus' main point. Don't judge. Don't condemn. And now he tells us a parable. Verse 39 says, he also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? 
Okay. Did, did Craig and Thaddeus have an easy time of doing the simplest things? Okay. What? They didn't do that bad. Right. Well, that... Then, then, then we... Then the next part says, will they not both fall into a pit? Okay? I did not want Craig and Thaddeus to fall down the stairs. So, so I kept it simple. All right? But... Um, what can we learn from this phrase? Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will not both fall into a pit? Yeah. They will. So what does that tell us? We, we can learn a lot of things from this verse. And Jesus goes in a different direction than I thought, than I used to think he did. I used to think this taught one thing, but now I think it teaches something else. But um, the point is, who you follow determines where you end up. If you are following a blind man, eventually you're going to wind up in a pit with broken legs, all right, and all kinds of pain. So who are you following? Who do you allow to influence you? Think about it. We know who we should allow to influence us. But if we look at reality and we look at where we actually spend our time, what do we listen to the most? What do we watch the most? Who do we hang out with the most? That's who we're going to find out is actually leading us. That's who's influencing us. So what do you watch the most on TV? ESPN. Okay. Right? What do you listen to the most? MTV, BET, Tempo. All right? <laughs> what was that, Chris? Oh, JCN, yeah. Yep. Cable 12, ZNS. Who are you hanging out? Who, who are you hanging with the most? Who do you hang out with the most? When you're in school, where you spend the majority of your week, who are you hanging out with? And what kind of influence do they have on you? All right? The first point for how to avoid hypocrisy, Jesus says, don't judge. Don't condemn. All right? The second point is, watch who you follow. Okay? Watch who you follow. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? Jesus assumes that the answer is yes. And he assumes that none of us want to fall into a pit. Okay? So be careful who you choose to follow. Which celebrity, which artist, you know, which movie stars are you allowed? Who do you enjoy the most? Whoever you enjoy the most is influencing you. Okay? I guarantee you. But now Jesus talks, he says, Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Okay, so he's jumped back into not judging. Now, 
Oh, verse 40. A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. So if your teacher is a blind man, like Thaddeus, right? Things are going to be a lot harder for you to do, and you're going to end up in the wrong place most of the time. So what Jesus is really saying here, Jesus is not focused so much on who are you following, although that is something that we can learn from this. Jesus is saying, based on what he said before about not judging others, he is saying, are you the blind man that is leading other people? Are you the blind man that is leading other people? Are you the blind man that is judging others, that thinks you know the right way it should be done, and so you're telling everybody else what to do? But are you a blind man with a big old log in your eye so that you can't see nothing, right? Yet you're judging other people, you're condemning them, but you've got all this junk going on in your life and you have no reason to be telling anyone else what to do. Jesus says, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye? Why are you looking at other people so much? You need to focus more on yourself. You need to look at what your issues are before you look at everyone else and tell them how messed up they are. Before you point out that little area where they, where they might have messed up. All right? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take that speck. Let me take out that speck that is in your eye. Right? Remember? Because... Because I know everything, and I get to judge you, and I get to condemn you, and, you know, I'm, I'm your guide. I'm going to be your teacher. How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye when you yourself did not see the log that is in your own eye? And Jesus is tr- he's being pretty funny here, all right? Jesus had a sense of humor, okay? So it's okay to tell jokes. It's okay. You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. So he's saying, a lot of you think that you know better than everyone else, that you are the one that people should listen to. But have you taken the log out of your own eye so that you can see? Yes, it is good to want to guide others. It is good to want to give them direction. It is good to want to help them. But are you condemning them in things that you are struggling with as well? And Jesus says, don't do that because then you will be a hypocrite. So don't judge others. Deal with your own stuff before you try to help anyone else. The last point. It says for. For. This means because. This means there's a reason. So he's talking, he's, he's going back to what he just said. For, for no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. Okay? So if it's a good tree, if it's a healthy tree, when you go to pick that orange, when you go to pick that apple, and you bite into it, it's going to be good fruit. It's not going to have 
worms and weevils and you know how oranges when they're all dried out on the inside like imagine peeling an orange and biting into it and just finding out there's all that junk in there for each tree is known by its own fruit for figs are not gathered from thorn bushes nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks don't you hate it when you go to Wendy's or McDonald's or Burger King or wherever it is you go and you order your food and when you unwrap it or when you bite into it well, hopefully you would have looked at it before you bit into it I like to order like I like to order my food plain I don't like no lettuce or tomato or nothing on it no mayo I just like it with cheese and ketchup. That's it. And when they give me stuff with lettuce and mayonnaise and, you know, tomato and mustard and all that kind of stuff, I'm disgusted. But why? That's not what I ordered, right? That's not what I expected. That's not what I was supposed to get. And so if you are trying to lead others you need to make sure you're a good tree that can bear good fruit because other people when they come to you and they're looking for help and they're looking for guidance you gotta make sure that you're giving them the right guidance that you're giving them the right help and the only way you can do that is if you are a good tree how do we know we're a good tree We produce good fruit, okay? What else, what else uh, does he tell us? How do we know we're going to produce good? What does he say? The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. So how do we know if we're going to produce good? How do we know if we are someone who... is someone that other people can look at and say they're a good example they are genuine they are authentic they're not perfect but they are going to produce good fruit your heart okay and it's out of the good treasure of his heart okay for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks so it's what's in your heart okay so we gotta worry about we gotta think about what am I putting into my heart? So how do we make deposits into our heart? Anybody? If somebody comes to you and every other word they use is the F word, all right? But you don't use the F word every other word, right? Why do you think they do? So they think it's cool, all right? They're trying to act bad. 
I mean, they didn't invent that word, right? Where do you think they heard it? TV, friends, parents, yep, music, right? If all they want to do is tell dirty, nasty jokes or talk about girls, you know, and, and how, much, how much they can do with a girl, I can guarantee you that person is watching porn, they're watching R-rated movies, and if you laugh about it, you're probably watching it. I see you laughing. Okay. <clears throat> so, the point is, and it goes back to what we let influence us. What are we allowing into our hearts? Because what we allow into our hearts determines whether we can be a good tree and bear good fruit and be a good example and leader and guide to others. And, and you know what? If you are a Christian, you're supposed to be a good tree. You're supposed to be bearing good fruit. You don't get to say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I watch this and listen to this, you know, and I hang out with these friends who really couldn't give a rip about God and trying to obey Him. You don't get to be a Christian and do those things and say, yeah, well, I'm a Christian, but, you know, nobody should really come to me. You know, I... I want to say I'm a Christian, still do whatever I want. You don't get to do that. When you put your faith in Christ, you signed up for a life of holiness. And you are supposed to be, even as teenagers, okay? Even as teenagers in your school right now, you guys are supposed to be setting the example. You're supposed to be the people your friends can look at and say, yeah, they're not perfect, but, you know, I can tell they're genuine. I can tell they're a good tree. They don't judge me. They don't condemn me. They don't pick apart every single thing I do. So be careful what you're allowing into your heart. Be careful who you're hanging out with. Careful what you're listening to, what you're watching. And uh, who's, who's saying this? Jesus, right? This is Jesus talking. Did Jesus ever make a mistake? Please say no. Please say no. <laughs> okay, no. Jesus never messed up. So Jesus is the teacher that we can follow. He is the guide. He is the one who took your judgment on the cross, who took your condemnation on the cross when he died for you. He is the one who we should be allowing to influence us. All of us, myself included. I should confess that tonight um, around 6 o'clock, I heard these young boys, they were waiting uh, right outside the Earl Weech. I don't open the door until 6.30, but they were sitting outside the Earl Weech around 6 o'clock, and I heard them, and they were banging and making noise, and, um, you know, and, uh, and, and I heard them singing, and I said, all right, let me go walk over here and see what kind of Lil Wayne they're they trying, they trying to sing. 
Um, and I went and I listened, and they were and they were singing. What were we all singing? Singing. Um, they were singing. They sang two songs, and and they were about salvation. And one was spelling out salvation. S A L V A T I O N. That ain't funny, Jonathan. Why are you laughing? This is exactly what we're talking about. You weren't there, so. All right. But my first instinct was to think, oh, they're, they're probably just singing some ghetto rap or whatever. But they were actually singing, um, they, were, they were singing songs to praise God for salvation. And so, so I judged unnecessarily. And so I asked you guys to forgive me, and, I, and I'll ask God to forgive me, and I'm sure he will. Um, hopefully I've been a forgiving person, and, and you guys will forgive me. Okay. Um, Y'all got a debate about this? Okay. <laughs> All right, so everybody get it? We don't want to be hypocrites. We've got to be careful who we let influence us. Jesus is the ultimate guide, and uh, he proved it by taking our judgment on the cross. He died for our sins, for all our imperfections, for all our mistakes. And so we realize that we are not perfect, so we don't judge anybody else. That doesn't mean we're stupid, right? And say, you know, oh, you know, you, you're trying to steal my money. It's okay, right? We don't, you want to beat me up? Okay. You know, like, um, we still got to be wise, right? We still got to be wise. But we just don't think we're better than anyone else. Jesus took that pen- punishment, that condemnation, that judgment on the cross for our sins. And so now we, we can forgive others based on the forgiveness that he has given to us. So I encourage you guys, don't be super critical people. Don't pick people apart because it's hard enough to be a teenager, all right? And having, and having other teenagers gang up on you for little tiny mistakes or just for trying to have fun, you know? Some people are just trying to have fun and, and they get made fun of, you know? Um, so encourage you guys let Jesus be your guide All right, let's pray God I thank you so much for tonight I thank you for your word for the challenge that it gives to us God help us to not think we're better than other people help us to be humble um, looking to you as our example God I pray that um, that we would be good fruit that we would Remove the log out of our own eye before we judge other people. Help us to not uh, feel a need to, to feel better than other than to feel better than others. Um, help us to find our identity in, in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Amen.